Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You know, all year on this show, there have only been two people who've made sure to give Jimmy Butler his props. That's me and Stacy from Florida. That's right. That's why, Jay, I made sure to get... You ever made mention of Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's, Butler's name, name this whole every season? Show this, this whole season. This you have not mentioned season. his name one. You lied to well, the people. you and I have two different memories you of You lied it, to okay. the people, Agree Max. Agree to disagree. You're a liar. Jay, Jay, he's the worst politician I've ever seen. Ever. Stacy, <laughs> just lies. you and me, Stacy. Go ahead. Tell Jay, Stacy. Stacy, I called you out yesterday. I'm sorry. Hey. I'm sorry, Stacy. Yes, I want to hear Jay Will talk about... Jimmy, get buckets. Yes, I knew it. My son texted me yesterday and he said, who saw the uh, Miami Heat being up 3-1? I said, I did. Thank you. (laughs) Stacy from Florida. Stacy, the first thing I said today is when I heard your name, when you called in to Nuno, our producer, I said, don't let her on. She's going to roast me. But you, (laughs) Stacy, you called it. I mean, I know you're a Miami Heat fervent fan, but I just – I still can't believe what I'm watching sometimes. I just don't – it's like Jimmy – I know Jimmy's special, but for him single-handedly to do that to the number one seed last night, it just leaves my mouth. It's not like Giannis wasn't playing. Giannis was playing well. Triple-double. Yes, Giannis was playing. Lopez had like 30-something. It's like everybody had help on – I mean, like Giannis had all that help. But what he didn't have was Jimmy Butler. Yes. On ESPNU, we have a picture of him. He was able to do it last night, but he got the help, the little bit of help that he needed, and he willed us to that win. On, on ESPNU, we have a picture of Stacy uh, with straightened hair. Very nice picture of Stacy drawn by um, Pat, <laughs> right? Pat yes. drew that because he, he, drew, he came to the table with certain assumptions about the way you draw people. And uh, but Stacy, there's a picture of you on TV right now. Uh, do, draw, do me a favor. Do me hey, a favor. I told, Pat, I told him to tell Pat to make the hair curly, not straight. Yeah, come on, Pat. Listen to people giving you instruction, please. Hey, Stacy, do me a favor. Get yes. Jay. Get him. Get Just Jay. make him feel the pain. Yes, Jay. Yes, Stacy. Don't let Key hype you up so much. I hate to say I told you so, but. You know, I'm going to wait, though. I'm going to wait till we get that win. We up 3-1. I don't want them to get overexcited. They got to get this last See, win. See, you holding on, Stacey. You holding on. Oh, Stacey's saving your the best, high Stacey. road, the don't mature you. road. Oh, she's not. See, she's about <laughs> it. The Miami Heat fans, that's that Pat Riley stuff. They're not celebrating anything yet. Oh. Respect it. All yeah. right, Stacey, is there, is there any part of you that worries just a little bit that if Giannis wakes up, Besides Jimmy Butler, like if Gian, is there any part of you that worries about the next three games, two out of those three games in Milwaukee? It's not about if Giannis wakes up. I think the biggest thing, Giannis has so much help. It was good that, you know, Middleton didn't have such a good game last night, but the rest of the team on Miami has to wake up because Kyle Lowry, I'm like, I expected a whole lot more from him. So he has to produce a lot better for us to go get that win in Milwaukee. Especially without Hero. Without Hero, you got Lowry, you got to step up. Stacy just comes with it, Jay. Unbelievable. Deer in headlights. That's what the Bucks Keyshawn, are. Keyshawn, right Stacy, and Max here on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have, you guys have a great day, Thank and you, thanks Stacey. for well, they just gave Stacey making curls. me happy in the morning. Oh, look at that. Look, they gave Stacey curls. Uh, who did the curls? Yates, I know you didn't do Oh, 
Yates did do the curls. Man, he had to start. Like he had to start from a certain thing. Yeah, that could run you, come on now, think about what you just said, Jay. Uh, it's like a you know, damn well, up. Pat. Don't come on now. That's it, what it, I said. Pat drew it. It was straight hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, because Pat. It's Pat. Pat makes certain on, assumptions. Pat. He's like, yeah, regular hair. You Look, know. I'm, I'm yeah. not a hair guy. What can I say? Pat coming in, giving my daughter's <laughs> gifts. Like, oh, he, here's a little baby doll. Pat, oh. can you please give my daughter a baby oh, doll? It looks Mac, like my daughter. I got a promo for you, Mac. What's that? I wasn't home last week, and so I didn't get to watch it on TV. And I was like, oh, man, let me get on to uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Mac. Mm-hmm. So I went to my Apple radio. All I put in was ESPN radio, clicked it, and that simple, you guys was on my radio. Mm. You have Apple radio. You just, so. went, you, just, you just put it in, and just like that, there's so many ways to listen to this show, to consume the show. Yes. Clip that. That's a promo. Stacy may be number one show on sports. (laughs) That's it, boy Jay. I mean, yeah, Yeah. Jay. Yes, thank you. Number one show in sports. But you know what was so (laughs) gangster about what just (laughs) happened, Jay? You're trying. We're trying to hype her up to go at you. But Stacy and I have a good relationship. But, but no, it wasn't that. Hype. It's that Stacy's been there before. She's a Miami yeah. Heat fan. He so she's like, no, no, we haven't, we haven't won it. it yet. That's like a Kobe no, Bryant I, response. He's trying to hype it up. If, get him, Stacy. If I was hyping it up like you, I just said get him. You, you would go. When do I hype it up? When do I hype it up? When do I hype it up? Can you give me examples of when I've hyped it up? I don't know what you're talking about. Me? Me? Take it away, Max. She's not, she's not celebrating anything yet, and yet it does feel like Lakers fans want to celebrate today because you know when you go up 3-1 in a series, like let, let's just go back for a second to before this series started. I thought the Lakers had a good chance to win the series, but that's tough, man. Memphis is tough. Memphis, for a couple of years now, has been one of the best teams in the league in the regular season for a couple Max, of years. It's 3-1. Memphis, <laughs> Memphis went... Six games with Golden State without That's your boy Key. That's your boy. Without John Morant for a lot of that series last year. So I just the reason I'm backing it up, Key, is because now that the Lakers are up three one, it's easy to kind of diminish Memphis in your mind, and that kind of takes credit away from what the Lakers are doing. But no, no, no. it doesn't. Go back. Go back. No Brandon Clark. No Stephen Adams. Oh, okay, That's fine. Di- I mean, okay. I, no, no. I just difference between regular season and postseason. Haven't had Stephen Adams for two years now. But you also you also have a lot of veteran leadership. Not only do you have a lot of veteran leadership on the Lakers, you also have a team that is somewhat, I don't want to say gelling, but have had opportunities to play together post the trade where now you look at it in, in the last month of the season, they started cooking a certain way, even with LeBron out of the, out of the lineup, AD took over and became something. D'Lo became something. Malik Beasley became something. Austin Reeves made itself a whole bunch of money. And now you roll into the, the postseason where they're doing, they, they, they kind of have a feeling, a better feeling for each other. And as I said before, if this roster of people were together at the start of the season, they wouldn't be the 7th seed. We would be having a different conversation. We wouldn't be sitting there saying, oh, they're going to eventually uh, – you know, go away and disintegrate. We wouldn't be saying that. We wouldn't be having that conversation. So Not uh, at all. Key, where are you? Do you think the Lakers close it out in Memphis? Or do you think they close it out back in L.A.? Man, I think they close it out on Friday night back in L.A. And the reason I believe is that they'll get somewhat 
complacent. Complacent, that inconsistency it, will jump yeah, in that, again. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And Memphis will play to the crowd, and the Lakers will play down to it and say, all right, man, let's just close it out at home. That's yeah, I I, I'm with you. I think Memphis gets it back in, uh, in Memphis. I think they'll respond. It'd be They've nice to not have to deal with it, right, and let, and let that golden – let's get it out the way and then let rest our guys up because they're a little older and let Golden State in Sacramento take it all the way to game seven and just fight it out. Well, I, I don't know if Golden State in South goes to seven if De'Aaron Fox no, I'm can't saying, play. No, no, I'm saying – I, I know that's what I'm saying, but if yeah. De'Aaron Fox can't play, I, I don't know if that goes to seven. I agree. Uh, that, you, that, might, that, you might that was, be, that was a right. major spoiler up, for me yesterday. Golden State goes up 3-2 by winning a game on the road. The series, I think, is over. I was heartbroken by that news yesterday yeah. with De'Aaron Fox. It robs us he, of a great oh, series. Like, and yeah. That's the best series. It was going to go down in Game 7, it feels like. And like, can the Warriors get Game but 7 on the road? It might not now. But are they saying he's not going to play, Jay, or are they just saying it's fractured? Well, they're saying it's fractured. But it's his left hand. That's his shooting hand, man. Yeah. No, no, I understand. Well, that was Ja's hand too, and he was dribbling. And yeah, doing, but Ja you know didn't fracture his hand. He didn't have a. He didn't, it was sore. It was like muscles. And this, fracture is different because you also have to factor into like if that's a fracture, you know, could it be damaged more? I mean, I think he's going to try to play sooner and or later. Did, but and when did he fracture it? He fractured game four. No, no. When? What time during the game? Oh, I don't know exactly when. Because that play he was. finished the game. He had the lat. No, he passed it. He finished the game. So if he fractured it at some point earlier in the game, he still was playing. That's all I'm asking you. So what, at what point did he fracture it? I mean, the thing way? is, though, Key, like for your best player, with the, I, he, has, he is a future star, like a major star in this league. So if you're looking at it saying, okay, Sack, we know that he is our guy moving forward. He's our biggest asset. Do, do, we, do we push him to play through if he can hurt that more? Like, I mean, yeah. inevitably that's yes, going to be up to do. his pain threshold. You ask him, but that has to be his decision. Yes, you do, because it's not something like a uh, like an Achilles or something that could be career-altering most likely, right? But they said it's probable for a game, right? They're not sure for game five. So, and that's Wednesday. Man, and that's you, giving him time. I bet, you, I bet you he plays, Jay. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't I know. What's the worst matchup for the Lakers if the Lakers do indeed Golden get State. past the Grizzlies? Golden State, you sure Golden about State. that? Then a young, spry team's pace yes. and sp- space and pace and all that stuff? I mean, well, I mean, Sacramento can shoot the lights out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm with you on that. But like, I, it's still then like you're trusting. There's something about the veteran experience of the Lakers that I would like that matchup better against Sac than two veteran teams in which their styles are so contrastingly different. Yeah. Under like that, and I always get worried about Golden Styles State because with Sacramento, they too, are. Though. I mean, there's it, it comes down to perimeter defense for the Lakers, regardless of who. Yeah, that's Sacramento yeah, yeah. or yeah, Golden yeah. State. But there's something about that Golden State matchup with Steph, who it feels like LeBron constantly has to face Steph, yeah, right? Or another story. iteration of Steph, or but LeBron's State done Sacramento. very, very well. He's had personnel. He's had personnel to guard people like that. that. That's true. But still, undermanned teams against Steph's teams, where the Steph's been favored, like when Kyrie and Kevin Love went who's, down in fifteen. Who's chasing Jordan Poole and Steph around? Yeah, that's for, the thing. The, the Lakers. Lakers right now. My really son wants to see Jay. He wants to see the Lakers and the Warriors, and then he wants to see the Lakers and the Suns. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I that's think, what he wants. Yeah, I, I think Everyone we're going to. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Denver. 
over the next couple of weeks. Denver's going to be in the you NBA also championship. Said that Milwaukee Mark it down today. You also, said, you also said Milwaukee was going to steamroll. I thought the they Miami were. Heat. I was wrong. Yeah, and you're wrong here too, pal. Okay. You know, you know, right. buddy. Who else we haven't seen a lot of, or we, who, who we haven't seen a lot of? Dylan Brooks post game. After all the mess Ghosted. he talked, yeah. after the then he got Max, cooked. You can't, you can't though, and Max. yeah, you got to show up to the. To, you got to no, show can't. up because he's making can't. it worse for himself. Nope. Key can't do it. He's making it worse for himself. Doesn't matter. Can't do it when you're Why? him. Because when you're him, you can't do it. If I if it was, but I thought he was him. I thought he was him. He was. He's him to him. <laughs> he's him. But to he him. ain't him to you. Yeah, him. No, he ain't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's some hard. guys who can talk like Dylan Brooks, and for whatever reason, people still got love for him. Pat Bev, Pat Bev can talk all types yeah, of stuff Pat and everything, Bev and everyone kind of loves like Pat that, Bev, though. huh? Got a break. Dylan Brooks, he's turned himself into the villain for sure. No, the media, yeah, the media's turned him to the villain. Then he doesn't show up to talk to the media. Is it time to start panicking about the Bucks? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Jay? Whoop. The favorites to win the whole thing this year. We're the Milwaukee Bucks. Heading into these playoffs, there's the Milwaukee Bucks. Out of the West, I think it was the Suns, but to start. But the Bucks overall. And, Jay, you were very confident in the Bucks. So was I against the Heat, to tell you the truth. I mean, the Heat don't have – Victor Oladipo's not playing, and Tyler Hero's out. Yeah, Think gotta, about that for a second. I got I to <laughs> like, <laughs> tell you the truth about the game last night. So I'm watching the Bucks and Heat. You know, I got the kids and everything. It's time to go to bed, right? It's getting late. I got to put them to bed. So it's the fourth quarter. I'm texting with Bon Temps, right? Hey, you still after, you know, oh, my God, Giannis looks good because I predicted he'd have a triple-double on this, Justin. It was like my max fact for the day. Oh, look, he's, gonna get his, he's got his triple-double. Yeah, da 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 Hey, you, think, you still think that they're going to go all the way? Yes, I do. Now, you know, are they still the favorites out of these? Yeah, the Bucs are still the favorites out of these. That was in the fourth quarter. Then I go put the kids to bed. I come back. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what? 
they are, it went from, all right, they're going to win this game. It's 2-2. Giannis is back now. The Bucs are going to take this series. They probably get out of the East, too. They're down 3-1, Jay. How panicked are you, scale of I'm, one I'm stressed ten? out. I'm, str- I'm biting my fingernails. I'm stressed out. I, it, look, I, I picked Milwaukee to win the whole thing this year. I mean, that, that's, that's what I think about the Milwaukee Bucks. The Celtics are in that conversation. Obviously, Joel Embiid and Philly are in that conversation. When I think about the Miami Heat, they are just the king of overachievers. I, I, I give them all the credit in the world. I mean, I, I talk why to people. Are they, why are they overachievers? Because though, Keith, half their team is undrafted. Okay, half so their that's team a good is undrafted. So, so, it's, so, and they have no Tyler Hero. They have no Tyler Hero who is their – it's a legit score. Mm-hmm. Victor Oladipo is out. Kyle Lowry is not his regular self. And you wonder, Jimmy Butler just has single-handedly put on the Batman cape but this is what and I'm carried saying. the load. This is what I'm saying, guys. Is it, like, a lot of times I think more than people realize, you judge a team's chances by what you think of their best player. For example, if you think of Jalen Brunson – on the Knicks, you give them a certain chance. If you thought instead of Brunson of Damian Lillard in that same role, your, your ceiling for them would be a little higher. But when Brunson's basically Damian, like when he turns into a superstar player, the whole team is different. We don't think, I think, enough of Jimmy Butler as the superstar in the playoffs that he is because in the regular season, he's just a regular star. But in the playoffs, he's a superstar. If you start thinking of Butler like a top-five player – can the Heat get out of the East? No. No? No. Key, what do you think? Can the Heat get out of the East? If you, you know, not not without Butler? Tyler Hero and Victor Not, not I, without I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think they can. No, I don't think they're going to get out of the East. I think they're going to beat the Bucks, but eventually, you know, Sixers will get them or the Celtics will get them. I don't them. know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, man, I, they got chances against the Sixers. Celtics, tough matchup, but. Why, why would they have a chance against, why would they have a chance against the Sixers? Celtics are deeper. But why would they have a chance against the, the Sixers, though? Oh, the Sixers are not an unbeatable team. They I not? mean, I think the Sixers are a better mm-hmm. team than Miami. I mean, guys, I, I, I agree. I, I also, I also, you guys are missing that. Like, I also so, think, Jay, they have a better team than Miami, too. I agree. Yeah, but, but that doesn't mean that the other team doesn't have a chance. But guys, we're missing. A, there are, they are two guys down. Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo. It's yeah. not like you're talking about Miami at full right. force. Even Miami at full force, I would say, okay, kind Valuable of Valuable like, perimeter players. Like that, the, those are critical pieces. That's what makes last night's performance even more mind-boggling. I feel bad for You talk about man. Milwaukee's at full strength with Giannis coming back in his first game with a triple-double. Now, I, I said it earlier, I need to see GA guard Jimmy Butler every possession. Because if he is the one guy that put 56 points on the board to beat you in game four, you cannot let that happen. I'd much rather Kyle Lowry have 25 shots or Kevin Love, 25 shots. Caleb Martin, let Caleb Martin cook. The one guy who cannot cook is Jimmy Butler. Kevin Love might hit a bunch of those shots too. That's fine. But this dude is different, man. He is. This dude is different. Look, I mean, he gives you 9,000 head fakes on one possession at the bucket, Keith. Did the Heat beat the Bucks, Jay? They're up 3-1. They beat should the beat the Bucks, but I, I still believe in the Bucks. I still, like, I still think the Bucks I can put together three wins. I believe in the Bucks. I believe. Because the Heat are undermanned. Oh, I believe. In I feel bad for Oladipo. I just got to say it. He's one of, like, he was getting his, he was getting to be, oh, my God, like one of these guys. And then he gets hurt, and every time he's healthy, he gets hurt again. I feel bad for him. 
Mike in Florida, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, bro, I watch y'all show every day, bro. I need whatever y'all smoking in the morning. I need it because you're smoking the good stuff. How y'all feel like we can't beat the seventy sixes? We beat them every year, damn near. Yeah, we can't beat them this year. Well, I mean, y'all beat them every. Did you? (laughs) Yo, y'all doing it without Tyler Hero? MBO is out. So if you tell me that you think Jimmy Butler is just, I mean, I I hear y'all got the game last night. Like, congrats. It's respected. I, I got the nothing third to one love got for in Jimmy Butler. We're praising Jimmy Butler all the time. Yeah. But, like, I just don't see it being realistic that they're going to keep knocking teams off when that dude has to drop 50 in order for them to do so. But, I mean, but, they might. I mean, look, they, they might. I just all right, you I bet that. I'm not, I ain't betting that. No, keep. no, I said they might. Look, everybody can beat somebody, right? That's just the way it goes. Doesn't mean just because you have full strength and another team isn't that that team can't beat you. I I don't think that'll happen. I don't think they're going to beat the Sixers. I like the Sixers if they have the matchup. I like the Sixers. That's just the reality. Agreed. But the difference is that most years, I'll say it again, you can eliminate most teams in your mind in the playoffs. They not. They have no shot. Maybe they could win a series. They can't get out of the conference. Right. Most of the teams involved in the West. It was like. Man, other than Minnesota, any one of these teams could make the finals. But in the East, it was really only three teams, right? Bucks, Sixers, and Celtics. What I'm saying now is it feels like that's expanded a little bit to me. The Knicks look live, and the Heat look live. CD, man, where things are. I, I'm still taking the Bucks to win the series. I'm still drawing a line. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, really? I'm taking the Bucks to win three games. Wow. I understand Jalen Bronson been cooking, but I'm not getting ready to turn into this Heat. I mean, it's this Nick phenomenon that y'all got going. I ain't going to do it. It's not about being a phenomenon. It's, 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 it's about matchups, so they, I yeah. mean, my Knicks play the Heat very well. That would be a hell of a series. The winner of that is in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're right there. And, and, and I'm just saying, Keith, they go from there's a line in the East below the Sixers where those other teams are nice, they're toughs, but they're tough outs, right? They're not really, they don't really have a shot. And now all of a sudden you look and you go, oh, no, wait a minute. Maybe they have a puncher's chance. Well, I'm I'm looking at Yates and I'm looking at Pat right now. They just they just shaking. They just like seriously, come on. Because they're Sixers. That's fans. what I'm saying. No, but the, the they, Heat got they, the whole the Nick thing. They don't want to hear all that. You know, put a little extra on it. It's New York, yeast it up a little bit. I get it. I understand it. You know? I also don't like the Knicks to beat the Sixers. By the way, my point is, at this point, you start to think they have chances, and so do the Heat. And you didn't think that several weeks ago, or even a week ago. Jay don't miss. Big How George you doing, Foreman. man? Don't miss Big George Foreman exclusively in movies this Thursday. Big George Foreman. You heard Jay do the, lie, the, the read for it earlier. Get your tickets now. Rated PG-13. We ask a former GM what they would do if they had the number one pick in the NFL draft. That's coming up, KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Don't miss Big George Foreman exclusively in movie theaters this Thursday. Get your tickets now, rated PG-13. What's going on, Key? What's going on with you there, Max? What's what's going on is uh, quite a 24 hours in sports. Aaron Rodgers traded to the Jets, and LeBron James pulls it out and wins in overtime. They're up 3-1, and De'Aaron Fox fractures a finger and is he going to play going forward against Golden State? I mean, like, you know, the news came out. And then Jimmy Butler, oh, my God, 56 points. Has Giannis on the brink of elimination. Right now, though, Key, we, we've talked about that stuff all morning. We have Doug Whaley, senior vice president of player personnel for the XFL, former NFL GM up in Buffalo. Morning, Doug. Morning, fellas. Thanks for having me on. I know I'm a little tired, but I had to stay up and watch the end of that Lakers game. See, They don't call him the king for nothing. See, all of us, all of us, people coming to work tired this morning. It was worth it. What did you think of the Aaron Rodgers deal? I think it was one of those things where both teams got what they wanted, and there's not a, a, an issue, and it's very f- real timing when you think about it. When you get into negotiations – if you have two parties that want the same thing and want to walk away with feeling good about the, the deal, I think this is a, a case where it happened. I think Green Bay got what they wanted. They got some draft capital to replace Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and what they can do with that, they can really surround Jordan, I mean, love, love with some, some talent to help him try to make that step to get them to where they want to be. And, and when you think of the Green Bay Packers, they have a standard, and the standard is NFC North and then compete for championships. Now, when you look at the Jets, they're thinking they have pieces around. They have young talent on offense. They have a stout defense. They have a young coach. Why not bring in a quarterback that can help them take that leap real quick, as in this year, to be able to compete with the Buffaloes of the world and all those litany of incredible teams in the AFC. So this to me is a move where they each team can walk away satisfied. It sounds like to me, Doug, what you just said about the New York Jets being able to take the next step with a, a, a four-time MVP and Aaron Rodgers and giving up what they gave up, which is fair. I mean, it's, you know, you gave up, I say a first round pick next year because that conditional pick will be a first rounder. Let's face it. He's going to play 65 percent of the snaps if in fact though it does not go the way that the people think it's gonna go what happens next though for the Jets what do they do if it if this is it and they don't go in the direction that they want to what happens well it's it's that that thing where you they're going all in I mean it's it, they are putting all the chips on the table they're pushing it in both hands and saying this is what we need to compete at the highest level in the AFC East, but more importantly in the AFC to get us where we want to go. We want to be a Super Bowl contender. We want to be in that conversation every year. And Aaron Rodgers, they believe, can do that if he can't, which some people may say he's a regular season warrior, but when you need him most, he kind of dribbles down his pants. If you look at the last three NFC championship games they were in, he did not perform well. So depending on how you want to 
characterize this being a success? Is it an AFC championship or is it a Super Bowl? So that has to come down to what the brass and the Jets want to deem or put this as a qualifying uh, statement of what they think is a success. But if it doesn't come to a bringing a Lombardi trophy, then they're starting from square one. I'm, I'm assuming the, the GM is going to be gone. The head coach is going to be gone. You have lost a lot of draft capital, so you're not going to have some young talent on the team to be able to withstand injuries. They have talent now to be able to start, but everybody knows injuries are in part of the game that you can't get out of. But when you give up that draft capital, what you're really giving up is that those injury replacements, that depth. So if anything goes wrong, the level of consistency and the level of ability to overcome those uh, injuries dips low. So this is going to be one of those things. Like I said, they're just going to be all in and they're either going to, they're going to have to scrap it and go totally different direction. If it doesn't work. The other question, I think the more important question is how long do they give it before they pull the plug if needed? Doug Whaley, senior vice president of player personnel for the XFL and former general manager of the Buffalo Bills joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and we never can forget Max. He's with us as well. Um, Doug, when you look at this roster of the Jets in, in young roster, players at the skill positions that's actually logged games opposed to last year with the Green Bay Packers and the young receivers and some of the young talent around them, you talk about Brees Hall and Alan Lazar coming over and Garrett Wilson logging minutes and catching passes. Is this a better roster than he had a year ago with the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> I think it's a better roster in terms of talent at the skill position and being youthful. So I think that, to me, is the thing that separates the Jets roster, especially when you're talking about the the people that make splash plays compared to the Green Green Bay's roster. Now, the question is, can the Jets line gel? Can they be able to protect Aaron? But what Aaron brings to the table that can offset that is his mental. And I mean his mental to be able to diagnose where he needs to go with the ball before the snap is even taken. And that's what separates the the good players from the great players. When you look at Tom Brady, when I used to study him playing against him in Buffalo all those time, all those years, and especially in the Steelers, he knew when he broke the huddle, as soon as the defense lined up, or even if they shifted. He knew where he was going with the ball before he even said hut. And that's the type of stuff that can help an offensive line that's struggling. And that's what Aaron Rodgers can bring to the table. So you add to that the dynamic talent he has in those, in those skill positions. I think this is going to be something that can be a catalyst and a force multiplier to get them in that conversation in the AFC. Can we play radio real quick with you, Doug? Let's play hypothetical yes, sir. radio. So if you had the number one pick in this year's draft and you were, I don't care, you could be the Carolina Panthers or whatever team, but you had the number, you held the number one overall pick, what would you do with that pick? Who would you select? Uh, it's, uh, for me, it's a quarterback-driven league, and if you don't have a quarterback, y- your margin for error goes to very microscopic. I mean, it's minimal. You need 21 other guys playing at their highest level, clicking on all c- cylinders and not making a mistake. But if you have a quarterback, 
You just need one guy to be at 80 to 90 percent to have a chance. So everybody talks about analytics these days. That's the most simple analytics I can think of. Have one guy to have to perform at 90 to 80 percent instead of 21 guys that have to be on at 95 to 100 percent. So I would go with Bryce Young, the quarterback, and then go from there. And to tell you the truth, I'm surprised and I understand why Chicago didn't do it. But think about it this way, Key. If you're Chicago, you got the number one pick. You have Justin Fields. The analytics show that quarterbacks picked in the first round are is less than 50 percent. Why wouldn't you stay and get a Bryce Young? You have then you have competition, which raises the level of everybody's game. And then you have a backup that, you know, is qualified. And in a year or two from now, guess what you can do? You can use the whoever doesn't win that job as a commodity and be able to trade them and get more picks. So analytically, you might have an argument to say Chicago should have stayed at one and picked the quarterback. So that that's where I'm thinking. It's it's all about quarterbacks. I'm not messing with the analytics then, Doug. I'm not picking Bryce Young and I got Justin Fields and I'm looking at the environment. I'm looking at playing in Green Bay every year, playing in Chicago, what, eight games a year, plus the – I don't know. Hey, Doug. Uh-uh. I need a guy that can pick right. that thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, pierce it, or are you just talking about a guy that can run that thing? Because that's all I'm seeing from Justin Fields now, Key. I don't need a guy oh, to be able to push no. the ball down the field. He can, he, he can throw the football. He's got a strong <laughs> arm. The system that he was in two years ago in the Matt Nagy, back and forward, last year was the first time I felt like he got an opportunity in a real system with nothing around him, like nothing around him mm-hmm. at all. You look at, and I hate to go here, but you look at Jalen Hurts. You look at what the Philadelphia Eagles did for him. You look at what the Buffalo Bills did for Josh Allen. They went out and got playmakers and surrounded them around them. And now these teams are talked about as going to Super Bowls, fighting for championships. They have nothing at all in Chicago. Once Ryan Poles gets to this year's draft, use that capital, continue to go to the June free agencies and build this team over the next couple of years, Justin Fields, I think, is going to be a monster, but Doug, that's just my opinion. Doug Whaley. Go ahead, Doug. No, I was going to say, Key, I got high hopes for him, too, because I'm a football fan, and I hope more quarterbacks that play at a high level keep this game as interesting, as popular as possible. But let yeah. me ask you this, Key. Name me one Ohio State quarterback that has produced in the pros, and see, everyone has been better than the last. Hold on, but wait, I Key, can't. I got to get this off before we get out of here. Go, go, I, I want to know. Go, go. AFC, Doug now has Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Tua, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson at the moment, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, I'll let alone, like, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I'll leave out, like, Jimmy Garoppolo or Kenny Pickett, whatever he turns into. Has there ever been a conference with this many? By the way, I'll leave out Russell Wilson. Has there ever been a conference with this many special quarterbacks in it at the same time? No, I can't. And that's why as a football fan and anybody that's part of the football ecosystem has to be delighted because these are the torchbearers that are going to take the NFL into that next decade and playing at a high level. So anybody and especially the owners, they have to be smiling ear to ear because this is just going to keep the NFL in the mouths and minds of the public for a good 15 to 20 more years. So they have to be excited. And that's another question. Now, Aaron Rodgers. I kind of like that he went to the AFC to say, I still can show that I am the king 
of the quarterbacks of this century, even though there's a bunch of young guns coming in. He could have stayed in the NFC and taken the easier routes to try to get to the Super Bowl. So I do give him major credit for that. Doug, we got to pay some bills, as Max would say. So I'm inviting you back after the draft because I'm going to finish that Ohio State quarterback conversation. I'm going to finish it yeah. after the draft. Doug Williams. I'll be here yeah. and, and next year, too. <laughs> All right. We'll be back on the show to discuss Ohio State quarterbacks. Thank you, Doug. Catch the XFL playoffs this weekend on ESPN and ESPN2. Aaron Rodgers is in the AFC along with all those other guys, as Doug points out. All those who? <laughs> all, all those other guys. Other <laughs> guys, Max. What's that? You said others. Other. Well, I may have slurred my words. He's also officially a Jet. Is there a clear winner in the trade, KJM? With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Guys, I was just trying to, like, list the quarterbacks in the AFC. We're presented by Progressive Insurance here on KJM. Guys, the quarterbacks in the AFC right now? What's up? I'm over here now. It's weird. Oh, yeah. I was in the middle. No, it's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. But I was in the middle. Before. Yeah, I think it now just, something over. just flipped. Yeah. Jerry, that's Jerry in TV. Is Jerry still with us? Yeah, I think they, 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 he's like got a day pass or something. Ah. You know, day pass, kind of halfway. Put in my request for Jerry yesterday on the whole Buttercup font <laughs> under my name. That's right. There Is are six, Buttercup Williams. There are 16 teams in each conference. Really? Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, what? Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, forget Russell Wilson, Jimmy G, who has been now there are two J's. Hey, J, it's two of you. Oh, there you go. Wow, magic. It's like Blimpy, you know, Blimpy for the you know, you got kids, Jay. You are, Blimpy gets on my nerves. Why? <laughs> he just is 
have you seen Blimpy? <laughs> I haven't recently, no. Yeah, look at Blimpy, though, know, Jay. I got to Google check him him. Out. You got to look at it. Max, Google. you know who Blimpy is? No. You know, it's a kid, like, uh, I don't want to say animated. What is it? Well, how do you describe that? It's like a kid show. It's like yeah. a, yeah, it's a kid show, but Blimpy, though, man. He's magic tricks and different stuff. That was like a Blimpy moment. Blippy. Blippy, yeah, Blippy. Yeah, it was a. Well, you said just, Blimpy, like the. I like thought it was Blimpy. It's Blippy, right? It's I don't Blippy. Blippy or Blippy. Or I just something? looked it up. Yeah, check him out though. You Blippy. gotta watch him when you get home. Just watch it. My episode. youngest is eight, so I don't know about Blimpy. Blippy. Yeah, but just watch Blippy. an episode. I can tell this, you about Yo Gabba Gabba. Way for my kids. <laughs> Yo Gabba, you say what, Jay? Yeah, this is more like four. Yeah, like four. Yeah, three, but, yeah. I'm from that Yo, you know, Sesame Street always, but right, but like Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, but this dude here. Every Magic. T- Everything is, you know. Every time I see Sesame Street, how does that not freak little kids out? You got like a seven foot bird. It's yeah. a seven foot yellow bird talking to you. It goes back to that Dave Chappelle skit. So it's sixteen teams. To- it's sixteen teams at each conference, huh? Why are you so grouchy? Because I, <laughs> I, I live in a trash can. I live in a trash can, B. It's sixteen teams in each conference, Max. So sixteen teams in each so conference. Thirty two. I just went through I just went through <laughs> ten quarterbacks <laughs> in the <laughs> AFC. If you include Jimmy G, but like even take Jimmy G out if his if his like if the this obvious stuff is not like explosive enough, right? Or oh wow stuff. Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, Josh Allen, Lawrence, Rodgers, and Watson. That's eight special dudes. Yeah, I mean we <coughs> could you could you could. I'm sure if I if I took my time and I looked at. The history of however many years. You're going to find go that. And, nope. I promise you I can't. By the way, Tua. I promise you, no. Max. I no. promise you I can't. No, no, not like that, Key. Nope. I promise you I can't. No. Man, please. Man, if you look at it, you can find quarterbacks that have success with names in a conference. 100%. You can go, oh, well, so and so and so and so and so and so. Yeah, but success is one thing. The reason I'm not counting Jimmy G is because it doesn't jump out at you. I'm talking about guys where you look at them and you go, Damn, Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. Those are special quarterbacks. They have special qualities that are obvious. There's there are only, eight, uh, you nine named, of named, those dudes you named, in the conference. You named all of those quarterbacks, and there's only three that's won MVPs. Because they're playing against each other. No, no, and no, now you add Aaron Rodgers There's Rogers only, there's yeah, only really, three that won MVPs. You're not really playing against each other. You're playing against the opposing team's defense. But what I mean is you, like, you can't. there's only one award to go around. And, and, and when I say playing against each other, I mean they're competing for the same award that Key is pointing out, but only this many only, of them have really, it. Well, they're competing really, against each other for it. And there's really only one guy over the last five years that's dominated that conference. Mahomes. Mahomes. One guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Of course, you can name Mahomes. all them quarterbacks all you want. There's only really one guy Key, that's A dominated. guy like Justin, like Philip Rivers is really good. Justin Herbert looks different to me. And, yeah. and, and, and he looks different to me. I mean, Josh Phillip Allen Rip, looks Phillip different. Rivers, Lamar Jackson is different. If you went back to Philip Rivers' early career, you would be like, Philip Rivers is ridiculous. Oh, no question. He was, but 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 you you physically it's different. You man. saw him at the end. At the end, you're saying that that bias is still in my head. Absolutely, hundred percent, guys. You, you were not attention to no damn Philip Rivers in, in his fourth year in the league. In my lifetime watching football, I've never seen a conference with this many guys. Where Russell Wilson, even if he was in his prime, would be like just one of those guys, right? Like Russell Wilson can bounce back and maybe not be a top ten quarterback in the conference. He can bounce back and maybe not be a top 10 quarterback. So is the, are you saying that the AFC is harder to come out of than the I NFC? 
probably, but the but main see, thing like is just but, the, it's, I'm, I, I'm just I, I amazed you, at the level of quarterbacks does, that the conference does that has. Make now. it harder though. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I Key, I don't know. Like, I, see, it's been in the last two years with Key. I, I, don't, I can't say that. Yeah. yeah. I different styles. Styles. Different 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 styles. Different